Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and welcome to the debut of the newest show on the Nachum Siegel Network. I am Elliot Weiselberg, and this is The Court Report, the premier place to get all your news and information regarding the Yeshiva League. I am privileged to be coming to you live from the home arena, the NSN home arena of the Nachum Siegel Network on the Lower East Side. Happy Rosh Chodesh, everyone, and I guess a Rosh Hashanah, too. What do I mean by that, Rosh Hashanah? Well, this is the start of a new season here at the Yeshiva League. Over the last two weeks, we've kicked off the Yeshiva League, and we are more than happy to bring you all the action that has gone on. The Court Report, brought to you by Crown Trophy of Brooklyn, will come to you every Sunday night at 7 p.m., as well as an encore presentation on Tuesday night at 7 p.m. right here on the Nachum Siegel Network. Every week, we will take a look back and a look ahead at all things Yeshiva League sports-related, including scores, standings, and interesting topics covering all of your Yeshiva League sports needs. If it interests you, it'll be here because this is your show. This show is all about you, you the athlete, you the fans, you the parents, and you the teachers, and you the supporters behind the action that unfolds each and every night in gyms all across our league. Every week we'll discuss you and your accomplishments on the field, and as such, we want to hear from you. Did you have a game this week? Let us know. Friend me on Facebook. Send me a message. My name is Elliot Weiselberg. That's W-E-I-S-E-L-B-E-R-G. And you can also follow me and tweet me on Twitter. My name is Y-L-S Wise Guy. That's Y-L-S-W-E-I-S-G-U-Y. Or email me at Elliot at NachumSiegel.com, because if I don't know about it, we can't talk about it. So what is the purpose of this show? I mean, this is meant to be a celebration of you, as I said, your participation in the Yeshiva League sport, and your accomplishments as a team and an individual. While we'll announce scores from time to time, though, you know, we'll, we'll announce winners and losers all the time, but what I want you to take away from this show and what I talk to you about is that it's not whether you win or lose, but that you play the game. Just a little about myself for the listeners at home. If you've listened to JM and the AM over the last year, you have heard my voice every Tuesday morning during the school year as an announcer for the JM and the AM Sports Report, where I also served as an editor and chief hockey expert for the last six years. Also, during that time, I was involved in several Yeshiva League reporting websites, including JVElite.com, JewishGroupsAmerica.com, ShalomSports.com, and YLSRadio.com. I have participated in the Yeshiva League for the better part of the last 17 years as a player, an official, an observer, a reporter, and a coach, and I can't wait to bring to you the countless experiences that I've had over that time. Currently, I serve as a hockey coach for the Yeshiva Flatbush Varsity and Junior Varsity, as well as the Junior High Hockey Team at Yeshiva Hartora. I am also the organizer and coordinator of the amazingly successful Martin Weiselberg Memorial Hockey Tournament, and for those of you who have been to a summer camp, I am also the commissioner of the Como Summer Camp Tournament and League. I want to first thank the people who have put their faith in me to bring you this program. First, to Nachum Siegel and the entire family at the Nachum Siegel Network, including my engineer, Stan, who's making sure that this maiden voyage goes absolutely smooth. I'd also like to thank Crown Trophy of Brooklyn for sponsoring the show. Believe it or not, Crown Trophy of Brooklyn is a huge connection to our league. If you've won a Yeshiva League championship, a Como League championship, or a championship from one of my tournaments, you've already seen the amazing work that Mike and the family at Crown do. They are amazing people who have served the Yeshiva League for over 10 years. You've heard me talk about them on JM and the AM for quite some time. There's absolutely no shortage of praise that I have for them. So please give Crown Trophy of Brooklyn a call for your trophy and plaque needs. So we have an amazing lineup for you today as we begin our maiden voyage of the court report, the newly dubbed court report. We're going to bring you up to date on all of the action of the first two weeks of the Yeshiva League, including a major upset that kicked off the varsity regular season in hockey. Then we're going to go work our way over to the hardwood, where there have been a bevy of preseason tournaments, and we'll get the late-breaking results of the Cooper Memphis Invitational Tournament that concluded today down in Tennessee. Uh, just a just a note, we were originally supposed to have Josh Kahane on today. We apologize to Mr. Kahane. Unfortunately, the show tonight will only be a half hour. So we will get to him in the future, we hope, and catch up with all the goings on 
behind the scenes of the Memphis tournament. So, to all of you listening, I want to thank you for embarking on this awesome journey with me. And with that, let's span the city to bring you all things Yeshiva League. So call your family, call your friends, let them know we're on, and here we go. First, I want to bring everyone up to date with the happenings of the league over the offseason. In the Varsity League, this year the Varsity League looks a bit different than last. Uh, in the East Westchester, uh, first of all, we're talking hockey, my apologies. This is the Hockey Varsity League. Westchester was replaced by Darjeeres in the Varsity League. And so the East will remain at nine teams. The Eastern Conference is the DRS Wildcats, the Flatbush Falcons, the Hafter Hawks, the Hank Hurricanes, the Mag and David Warriors, the North Shore Stars, and the Rambam Ravens, as well as Solomon Schachter Long Island Storm and the Darjeeres Thunder. Out West, the division has dropped to seven teams. Uh, each team will face each other twice, and we'll have one home game and one away game against a team from the East. The teams in the West are the Frisch Cougars, the Kushner Cobras, the MTA Lions, the Ramaz Rams, the JEC RTMA Thunder, the SAR Sting, and the TABC Storm. As usual, six teams will make the playoffs, uh, with the top two teams receiving buys. So if you're keeping track out West, you don't want to be that team that's just below the line, because you'll be the only one out. So let's kick things off right here. Last night in a wild Night in Elizabeth, Kushner and JC, both the JV and varsity teams saw two overtime games. Both ends of the doubleheader went to the extra session. Um, in the opening set, the JV teams fought to the last minute of overtime before Kushner came out on top in a 1 0 win. A uh, battle for bragging rights between uh, cousins Jack Rees and Jason Silverstein, the goaltenders for Kushner and JEC, respectively. They both stood on their heads, keeping the game locked at zero until the very last minute of overtime before a uh, controversial tripping penalty put JEC on the kill, with sophomore Arthur Greenfield putting home the game winner for the Cobras. Kushner ups their record to 2-0, following up on a 3-2 win over MTA to begin their year. JEC uh, sees their record drop to 0-1-0-1, gaining some ground after a 6-3 loss to SAR. In that game against SAR, Solomon Frail netted a hat-trick, giving him a JV leading seven goals on the year. In the late session, the varsity squads went back and forth in a fast-paced, high-scoring game, with Kushner pulling out a win 7-6 in the extra session. Senior Ellie Schwartz scored five goals last night uh, for the Cobras, giving him a league-leading 11 on the year in just three games, following the five he put in against North Shore in Kushner's 8-1 win to begin the season. And the, he also put in one in their 3-2 loss to Ramaz. With the win, Kushner ups their record to 2-1 in the varsity, and JEC falls to 1-1-0-1, despite the hat-trick from senior Yo of Roth. So there are two questions coming out of this game. Uh, the first one, one, can Ellie Schwartz keep up the pace and keep the Cobras rolling? And two, is this a turning the tide for JEC? This is the second year in a row for JEC uh, coming out and uh, playing extremely well against a team that some would consider to be above their level. Uh, last year, um, Last year, they started off the year in Flatbush and uh, took out the Flatbush Falcons, a highly vaunted Flatbush Falcons team, team 5-4 in overtime. And this year, again, JEC kicked off the regular season, upsetting SAR 2-1. Senior Yoav Roth uh, put JEC up early. Uh, JEC nursed the lead until Yair Adler drove home a goal uh, midway through the second period. Yosef Kramer held down the fort uh, to close the game out, despite a goal from SAR late in the third. So the question is, you know, the question that we have, we'll get to that in a second. The first question, the answer will come over the next few weeks in terms of in terms of Ellie Schwartz and Kushner, as Kushner takes on tough competition in Flatbush, Frisch, and Ramaz over the next two weeks. The second, however, I'll put to you, it'll be up on Facebook later tonight. Is this the sign of something big for JEC? Having beaten SAR and taken a highly ranked Kushner team to overtime, will JEC Varsity have a shot at the playoffs this year? Remember, like I said, one team will miss out on the playoffs. Will JEC turn the tide and make the playoffs for the first time in what seems like about five, six years? I have to check my notes on that, but I believe that to be the case. Well, we'll find out soon. 
In other news, SAR bounced back from that loss to JC with a 2-1 win over North Shore. Flatbush, playing four games in a seven-day span, took three of those games, defeating its Brooklyn rivals, Mag and David, and YDE, 4-1 and 7-0 respectively, as well as a 3-0 shutout victory over Hank. One loss came at the hands of league-leading Rombaum, with defenseman Menley Duffler scoring a hat-trick in the Raven victory. Number one ranked Hafter jumped all the way over... Sorry, jumped all over Hank 8-1 to begin their season. Now, you may hear me mention rankings as it comes to hockey from time to time. For the last four years, I've put out rankings for the hockey leagues every two weeks on JewishHoopsAmerica.com. These are unofficial rankings. They've been released every other Tuesday, but I may consider releasing them on Sunday to coincide with the show. That'll be determined sometime soon. Again, these are unofficial rankings. These are rankings that I've put out. This is nothing the league puts out, so if you have a beef with them, you can take it up with me. Um, despite last night's doubleheader, though, the game of the early season has to go to Frisch and Ramaz. Two of the top teams out West met in the rubber confines of the Ramaz gym to kick off both seasons. You know, midway through the first period, Frisch on the penalty kill due to a high stick penalty by Jacob Levy. Junior Odi Haramadi picks off a pass deep in the Ramaz zone and rifles a top shelf pass. Ramaz goalie, Divi Grummet. Grummet stood on his head this game and kept them in there with, uh, with, uh, with Ramaz defenseman. Senior Joe Barouche missing most of the game with uh, with an injury. Ramaz wouldn't stay down for long, though. On the same kill, Ramaz defenseman Andrew Lobel wound up from deep in his own zone and sent a, a deflected shot into the fresh net to tie the game to end the first period. Um, the second period was all Ramaz, uh, as goals by Bradley Brecker and Adam Lassner would pace the Rams to a 3-1 lead. Brecker's goal came three minutes in on a corner shot that deflected off Frisch goalie Alex Kirschenbaum and in. Lassner's shot with 4.51 to go in the period would come on a curl out from the corner. But in the third, Frisch mounted a furious comeback. Mikey Rubin, literally right away, 16 seconds into the third period, helped the Cougars capitalize on a power play. Haramadi would add a second one shortly thereafter, and with 2.33 remaining, senior Jason Levine put home the game winner on a pass from fellow senior John Weichner for the third of three unanswered Frisch goals and a 4-3 victory. It was a great way to kick off the regular season. The atmosphere was amazing. The crowd was into it. The players were into it. And if this is a... If this is a sign of things to come, then this year is going to be one of the most unpredictable, one of the closest, and one of the best ones we've had in a long time. Ramaz would eventually rebound from the loss with a 3-2 win over Kushner, and then a win over Mag and David 5-3. Back to Rambam. Rambam doubled up Hank 8-4. Jakob Nussbaum with three goals for the Ravens. Benji Hill with two for the newly dubbed Hurricanes in the loss. DRS pulled in two wins early on the early season, 3-1 over North Shore and 9-0 over Solomon Schechter. TABC began its title defense with a 7-1 win over JEC, and MTA split their first two games, losing to Frisch 2-1 but taking out SAR 4-1. Now, uh, tonight, heavy action right now going on as we speak. Varsity East top seeds up for grab as Rambam and DRS are squaring up squaring excuse me squaring up in DRS will bring you updates as they become available but right now let's take a look at the standings in the east as they stand at this very moment first place Rombaum is 3 and 0 with 6 points Flatbush 3 and 1 with 6 points they're in second place DRS right on their heels at 2 and 0 with 4 points Hafter is 1 and 0 with 2 points YDE, Megan David, Solomon Schechter, North Shore, and Hank all have zero points and zero wins. Half, uh, excuse me, YDE with one loss, Megan David and Solomon Schechter with two losses, and North Shore and Hank with three. Out West, Frisch with a 2-0 record has four points. Ramaz and Kushner are tied with a 2-1 record, although Ramaz has the upper hand because of the win that they have over Kushner at this point. Both have four points. JEC jumps into the fourth spot with a one win, one loss, and one overtime loss record for three points. TABC, with one game under their belt, has two points. We expect that to jump up sometime soon. MTA at one and one with two points. And SAR leading, uh, 
rounding out the pack at one and two with two points. Now, on to the JV Hockey League. This year in the JV Hockey League, Darche Erez and Solomon Schechter are out in the East. Each division will have one new member with Westchester in the East and Hillel once again competing out West, giving each division an equal amount of teams for the first time in some time, eight teams for each. In the Eastern Conference, it is the DRS Wildcats, the Flatbush Falcons, the Hafter Hawks, the Hank Hurricanes, the Magan David Warriors, North Shore Stars, Rombom Ravens, Westchester Wildcats, and out West it's the Frisch Cougars, Hillel Heat, the Kushner Cobras, the MTA Lions, the Ramaz Rams, the JEC RTMA Thunder, the SAR Sting, and the TABC Storm. Here, the top four teams in each conference make the playoffs, so the races are even tighter than in varsity. So in addition to the JEC Kushner game that we mentioned earlier, we'll take you back to JV action now, where Rambam has begun the season hot, scoring 24 goals in two games. Rambam brought in a great freshman class packed with scoring, led by a defenseman, Daniel Lichter, freshman, who has five goals on the young season, and phenomenal play from first-time goalie sophomore Charlie Altman. Ravens are 2-0 with strong wins over Westchester and Hank. Uh, much like the varsity, the JV Ravens played DRS today, who was right behind them. This game featured two of the top five teams in the league who have been rivals going back to my years in Rambam. It's premature to say that a game will have massive playoff implications this early in the season, but the winner of this game will have a huge advantage in more ways than one heading off into the remainder of the season. You see the advantage in the standings as the record will you know, will obviously reflect the win and the loss. There's going to be an advantage in the season series because when it comes down to playoff time, especially in JV when there are only 10 games, every win that you have against another team is a tiebreaker earned. So if they can... So if the winner of today goes out and gains a tie the next time or another win, they win the tiebreaker and they get the head up and the potential for a home game in the first round, which is huge. But there'll also be that mental advantage because it is a rivalry and these schools are so close together. Each win that you get against a rival, it's that mental advantage that takes you through the rest of the season. But there's one thing that you guys got to look at now. Despite all of this, neither Rambam nor DRS will be in control of the East just yet. The top spot in the East belongs to the Flatbush Falcons. The Flatbush Falcons enjoyed a 4-0 win over Westchester to begin the season and a thrilling 3-2 come from behind overtime victory over rival Mag and David with the game-winning goal scored two minutes into overtime by freshman forward Natano Nemet. And last week, they earned a 1-1 tie with Hank. But this afternoon, sophomore goalie Moshe Lewis posted a shutout in the return game in Hank to up the record to 3-0-1 and with seven points keep hold of the top spot in the Eastern Division. DRS follows closely behind them and Rambam, and depending on today's results with Rambam, could be tied with the Ravens after blanking North Shore 3-0 earlier this week and Hefter also defeated Westchester, so they are right behind them as well. Here are the standings in the East. In the East, it's Flatbush at 3-0-1-1 with 7 points. Rambam 2-0, as we just said, 4 points. DRS and Hafter with 2 points right behind them. Just behind everybody else, Mag and David with that overtime loss, 0-0-0-1, has 1 point. And North Shore, Hank, uh, excuse me, Hank actually uh, with their with the tie last week, jumps over North Shore. So Hank is 0-2-1 with one point. North Shore is 0-1, and Westchester rounds out with 0-3. Out West, a tough start to the season for MTA. The Lions are 0-4 after losses to SAR, Hillel, Kushner, and TBC. But it's an early season, and they have the talent to turn it around. So we look forward to seeing what they can do the rest of the season. TABC also roughed up Ramaz 7-3. So out West, with everything that we've told you since the early goings, SAR and TABC are both 2-0. Kushner is also 2-0, so the three of them are tied with four points atop the Western Division. Ramaz and Hillel are tied at 1-1 one one with two points. JEC is 0-1, 0-1-1 with one point. 
And Frisch has not started their season, and so they are zeros across the board with zero points. And MTA at 0-4, looking to get their, themselves on the board. So that's how the high school hockey world shakes out. Over the next few weeks, as the junior high season gets underway, we'll touch base on both the MYJHHL leagues and the Hamish leagues as well. Speaking of seasons getting underway, we now turn our attention to basketball, where several champions have already been crowned before the season has really begun. The Mag and David preseason tournament kicked off festivities two weeks ago in Brooklyn with some amazing action from the first two days alone. I had the opportunity to attend the first two days. I got to see 16 of the league's 18 teams participate, so I really got a sense of who's to look out for and who's who in the Yeshiva League. And there were some really, really, really good games. You know, day two kicked off with what could easily have been a preview of a semifinal, possibly even a championship game between Ramaz and North Shore. Ramaz jumped out early on nine first quarter points by senior Jamie Capel. Capel is a great shooter, a great form, and uh, he's definitely someone to look forward to seeing this year. Josh Cohen kept the stars in reach, dropping 15, but it would be Ramaz taking this one 58-54 to advance. This was a first-round match that could easily have gone on a couple of days later, but the excitement from the first day or the first round of action really carried through. Day 2 also featured an upset as defending champion DRS took out early favorite Fish 47-45 in overtime after hitting a buzzer-beater 3 to send the game to the extra session. The biggest upset, however, came that Sunday when Heschel, a team many pegged to be fighting just to make the playoffs in the regular season, upended Ramaz to take home the tournament championship. The Heat won by 14, setting the stage for what will surely be an eventful regular season. Here are some early regular season scores. In, uh, in varsity, after defeated Derekatora 60-33, TABC knocked off Heschel 55-38. Ramaz topped DRS 48-43. SAR dropped JEC 50-23. Kushner took out Heschel 51-43. Ramaz defeated MTA 58-26. YDE Darjaerez got by Brooklyn rival Derek Hattora 52-42. Flatbush took it to Rambam winning 70-39. North Shore defeated Hank 55-30. Frisch took out JEC 63-26. Mag and David took out MTA in overtime. A great game there, 60-53. Heschel defeated Hillel 57-31, DRS took out Hank 44-27, and Hank rebounded from that with a win over Rambam last night, 66-50. Now, we turn our attention to the action over the weekend where the Cooper Tournament took place in Memphis. Um, We had three, I believe three, one second, let me check this out. We had one, Flatbush participated. Hafter participated, Ramaz, and North Shore. So we had four teams down there, and all four of them had a really, really good showing. Uh, Ramaz and North Shore made it to the semifinals last night. So the two of them uh, placed fairly well. Ramaz took home the, I believe they took home third place, did they? Yes, Ramaz, Ramaz ended up winning an early morning game, 65-56. High score for Ramaz was Daniel Berg with 30 points. Berg has made his way into the tops as well. I believe he put in 13 points. It might have been 15 points in, uh, excuse me, it was, I believe, 15 points in that, uh, in that, wi- in that um, win over North Shore in the Mag and David tournament. Also happening today down in Memphis. Flatbush took home the Tier 2 Championship, winning 66-47 over the Rajji Warriors. Flatbush, a first-day casualty on an amazing game that went down to the wire. Uh, it was a two-point game. 
And they, as this 10 seed, almost knocked off the 7 seed. The 7 seed for the for the uh, tournament was the uh, new Jew Jewish uh, Jewish community Jaguars, and that game was 49-47. Michael Haddad put in 13 points for them. Idan Evenheim for the Jaguars with 18. Other first-day scores leading up to what we just told you today about Ramaz and North Shore. Um, the Avnet Bulldogs took out the Yeshiva of Waterbury Wolfpack, 55-31. The Chicago Tigers took out the Yeshiva Atlanta Lions, 64-49. Eula Panthers, who uh, who actually ended up winning today over the North Shore Stars uh, in the championship, and we'll get to that in a second, won over the Weinbaum Storm, 67-34. North Shore took out Rajji, 53-47. So we see how things come full circle with two Yeshiva League teams taking out the Warriors. And Ramaz upended Fasman, 79-46. In, uh, in other action on that day, also Hafter took out the hometown Cooper Max, 61-46. In the semifinals last night, we're going to skip ahead a little bit to the semifinals. A great, a great night. Last night was a very late night. If you've stayed up to watch this in the past, you've, been, you've laid witness to some really, really great action. And last night was no exception. Uh, way up until... The time change, even, uh, if the, for those of you that were up watching at the 2 o'clock hour, as it turned back to the 1 o'clock hour, you got treated to another hour of basketball. And the Yeshiva League had three winners last night. The Yeshiva League had uh, North Shore winning over the defending champion, Chicagoland Jewish High School Tigers, 61-50. to The Flappish Falcons took out Fasman Yeshiva in the Tier 2 semifinal, 58-34. And the Hafter Hawks, Dropped New Jew 48-42. The only uh, the only blemish on the Yeshiva League record happened to be Ramaz, who got taken out by Eula 49-39 in a game that actually got close in the end. Uh, Eula built up a 12-point lead at the half, and uh, Ramaz, on the hot shooting of Noam Tobin Hess, uh, took that lead down to five before Eula pulled away at the end. Uh, Menachem Solomon and Adam Leiber each put in 12 for the Panthers. Uh, Tobin Hess put in 16 points as the high score for Ramaz. And today's action, today's action, although I did not get a chance to see it, um, I heard, I actually heard through the, through the grapevine, that the games were extremely, extremely tight uh, throughout most of it. The championship game uh, featured, uh, as I just said, featured Eula, uh, uh, Eula and North Shore. Eula pulled away late. Uh, Jojo Himmelman leading the Panthers with 16 points. Avery Lubin topping with 10 points for the Stars. Uh, they also had the three-point shooting contest, which Ryan Paul of the North Shore Stars took home. So congratulations to Ryan Paul. Congratulations to the youth of, to the Eula Panthers. And congratulations to everybody who participated. I, I've had the experience of talking to people who have come back from that from that tournament in the past, and I've heard nothing but good things. So Facebook question number two. Which team's tournament, uh, per, tournament performance best resembles how they're going to look throughout the regular season? You have Flatbush that won Tier 2. They... They got to the point where, just below the borderline, where they have the talent to be in Tier 1, yet they've, they're just on the cusp. So is that going to be Flappish's fate during the year? Will we see uh, Ramaz? Will we see Ramaz make, it, make, it, make a deep playoff run and sort, of, and sort of not really fade away, but just miss out in the end? And will we see North Shore... Well, we've seen North Shore uh, attend another championship game. Uh, please tell me. Uh, this will be the basketball Twitter question of the week. You can let me know 
which which team you think showed most what they will be doing during the regular season. Uh, just a few quick basketball, JV basketball notes. We will absolutely go more in depth on the basketball uh, league next week. Uh, again, with the half hour, um, I... Uh, I am going to be saving some information for next week, so I think that next week will be just as just as intense as this week. We'll go more in depth into this, into the JV, the varsity basketball league, the girls basketball, the junior high basketball, junior high hockey, the both leagues that happen there. We will touch on volleyball. We will hopefully get updates on flag football. Um, and as we head in towards the spring seasons, hopefully soccer, tennis, and any other league that goes on wrestling if there's a if there's something that you want to hear we will do it uh, you let us know like I said please contact us you can email me again uh, at at Elliot at Nahum at uh, is it yeah is I believe it's nahumsegel.com Elliot at nahumsegel.com and the Twitter you can you can tweet me on Twitter at yls w e i s g u y y l s wise guy or you can uh, message me on Facebook. You can friend me first. My name is Elliot Weiselberg, W-E-I-S-E-L-B-E-R-G. Again, this is The Court Report brought to you by Crown Trophy of Brooklyn. We are going to give you just a little tidbit of uh, of the JV Basketball League, and uh, we will wrap it up for the day. Um, SAR topped Westchester. MTA defeated Ramaz 59-47. Shooting guard Daniel Mursky was the game's high scorer, draining 15 points to go with five assists and three steals. And defending champion Frisch raised their banner before defeating JEC 62-41. Forward Andrew Langer and point guard Noah Schechter paced the Cougars with 17 and 10 respectively. Also, Hank topped Rombaum last night 31-29. to Whew, what a debut. Well, as my time winds down, I'd first like to give a shout-out to any of our Yeshiva League constituents and their family members and friends who took part in today's New York City Marathon. Uh, I applaud anybody who can do that. I I know personally that is something I do not think I can ever do. I know many friends who have taken part in it. Um, and the the amount of dedication that goes into it is goes far and away beyond what we do in our preparation for Yeshiva League. So congratulations on accomplishing an amazing feat. Also, as a broadcaster, um, I do not think it would be appropriate to move forward in my debut or career without uh, paying homage to one of the past. Not a, not so much a Yeshiva League great, but a great yeshiva league school graduate um, um as many of you may know uh, a few weeks ago we lost the great bill mazer who is a who was excuse me a graduate of the marcia stern talmudic academy i do not know i don't i don't remember if it was called at that then i have to find out but mta graduate uh, way back when i know many of our parents grew up listening to him and even myself uh, uh, as i was growing up uh, i'm dating myself 28 years old, I'm dating myself here. Um, I grew up listening to him for a little bit as a five, six, seven year old, and that really he really helped me pique my interest in sports at an early age. So next week we'll go more in depth on the basketball side of things. We will cover the JV and varsity setup as well as look at the girls basketball league. Um, as we have about two minutes to go, I will give you now some games to look for this week, and you can take with you. As we will, this will become a segment, a late breaking segment 
uh, in our show what to look for over the week. In hockey, uh, varsity hockey, if you're looking for a great game, I urge you to come Thursday night to Yeshiva Flatbush, where the Flatbush Falcons will take on the Kushner Cobras, um, two, two very good teams that are on the cusp and looking to break through as, a, as an elite team in the league. It should be a very, very good battle. Also, in JV, if you are looking for a game this week, let me scan here. SAR and TABC Thursday night, two of the top teams in the league taking place in SAR's rink in Riverdale. Now on to basketball. If you are looking for some good action this week, you would probably want to go to, I would, I would, I would say, I would say either Hafter or MTA. On uh, Monday, Mag and David will meet Hafter. Uh, in Hafter at 8 p.m. Kushner on Tuesday will take on MTA in MTA at 7.30. For JV basketball, if you're looking for a good game, you will probably look towards... uh... Oh, here we go. Wednesday. Wednesday at 7 p.m. North Shore and Hafter doing battle. Got a lot of great games going on this week. And I can't wait to catch up with you next week. If you missed any part of our conversation, uh, any part of our conversation today, or any other portion of our debut episode, you can catch the entire encore presentation this Tuesday night at 7 p.m. Following the Book of Life by Charlie Harari and preceding Teen Spirit with Rivka Abbey. Tomorrow morning, Jamie in the AM with Nuckum Siegel from 6 to 9 a.m. live on the stream nuckumsegel.com, jamintheam.org, or on your radio at 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills, 91.9 FM Rockland County. Before I leave you tonight, I want to thank you for joining me. My thanks again to Crown Trophy of Brooklyn for their support. For more of me, you can hear me every Tuesday morning on JM in the AM at around 710 with the Tuesday morning JM in the AM sports report. Remember these words from the wise. It's not whether you win or lose, but that you play the game. Good night, everybody. Drive home safe.